Contesting the psychiatric diagnosis. Kent Police withdrew the offer of the job as public inquiry officer after reading this report. I wrote back to Dr. Irala copied to Kent Police as follows, I received a copy of the medical report you wrote on me which has directly led to the withdrawal of the job offer made to me by Kent Police. In this letter therefore I wish to draw your attention to inaccuracies in your report so that you may amend these should another request be received by you in the job search that I have undertaken. Most importantly I should stress that in 1998 the diagnosis of Dr. Rao, consultant psychiatrist at Bupa Hospital, whom I saw on my request was severe depression with psychotic features. I believe in his diagnosis. I am surprised that you do not have this in your records. I did not give up my university studies. I went to University of London and completed my BSc in pharmacology in 1978 with an upper second class honours degree which, incidentally, should give you an idea that I have some knowledge of medicine. I completed my PhD from Reading University in 1988. Much later I studied agricultural sciences at MSc and completed six out of seven course units, the seventh unit being a dissertation that I have withheld from Y College because it was one of the organizations involved in the harassment that I suffered in the University of Greenwich prior to my dismissal under the false charges of gross misconduct. Medway County Court is not proceeding with my case against the University of Greenwich, according to the latest information that I have, I consider this to be most unfair but there is nothing I can do. I consider my detention under Section 2 of the Mental Health Act to have been due to an unfortunate misunderstanding with Dover Docks Police. However, please note that against the wishes of the consultant psychiatrist, the hospital managers released me from the Section 3 that had later been imposed by Willow Sweet and Medway Hospital. Dr. Irala replied that although you think that detention of you under Section 2 of the Mental Health Act was an unfortunate misunderstanding with Dover Docks Police, I would like you to know that detaining somebody under the Mental Health Act requires two doctors, one of which should be a Section 12 Mental Health Act approved doctor, to agree on that day that, that individual suffered from mental illness of a nature or degree which makes it appropriate for medical treatment in a hospital under detention in the interest of patient's own health and safety and also relies on an approved social worker to make an application to detain that individual under the Mental Health Act which was done in your case on that day. As per the hospital managers releasing you from Section 3 Mental Health Act even against the wishes of the consultant psychiatrist, it only means that on that particular day you were not in a position which required further detention and does not make your detention under the Mental Health Act in the first instance an unfortunate misunderstanding. I wrote back, prompted by Rashmi, thank you for your letter dated October 24, 2005. I am sorry for questioning your judgment and views but please try to understand that my job offer was withdrawn as a direct result of your report and that was deeply upsetting for me as I had already passed the interview and was looking forward to resuming normal life. You are involved in my case and I have every trust that you want me to be normal. You said yourself that most of your patients are in employment. Yet my case is completely different. After one and a half years of non-stop search for work, I have found a part-time job as a cleaner. The job with Kent Police was my last hope of a decent job and that has been snatched away after their medical officer went through your report and decided that the nature of the job will make my illness return. The role of a public inquiry officer requires me to deal with public inquiries in person and by writing. I do not see how this is going to make me ill. I would be grateful if you could let me know what your views are. If you agree with him I will then resign to a life of inactivity rather than hoping for a normal life with a purpose. You may wish to copy your letter to Dr. P. Pasiorek, occupational physician, Kent Police, which will help them with my appeal for reconsideration. You have said that having a job will be therapeutic and I strongly agree with this. Dr. Tyke of Shelley Ward told my wife that the prognosis for a person in my condition, whose illness was due to a major upsetting event such as job loss, and who is above 40 years of age and has family support, 
is always good and the way I feel now only accentuates his view. Dr. Irala replied that he had given his report and his opinion to Kent police and there is nothing more he could add in this regard. I wrote that the head of West Kent NHS and Social Care Trust that following recent correspondence culminating in Dr. B. Irala's November 1, 2005 dated letter to me it is clear that Dr. Irala is not sympathetic towards me and does not have my best interests at heart to be able to continue to serve as my consultant psychiatrist. As such I require a change of my psychiatrist. The psychiatrist was changed but it was not clear to me if this was as the result of my request or merely due to a reorganization of the medical center. This episode of spring 2004 put a question mark over my own assessment of my mental state of mind. Was I truly suffering severe mental illness of the delusional kind all along? I was expecting that things will be resolved through the courts in my favor eventually but this had not happened. Instead I suffered on and on. For this reason I started testing whether the clocks were still to be relied upon for guidance on what action I should be taking and I soon found out that this method was not reliable. However, I also considered that this may have been due there being nothing further left to be done with the courts. Anyhow I gradually gave up using this method of checking in order to get some direct control over events. My younger sister had been sending me emails about Dharma and her own fight to recover some of her financial inheritance from our father who passed away in December 2004. I wrote to her of my experiences and questioned, is having faith in God that he can play an intricate part in one's personal life if only one found a way of invoking him, the ultimate delusion? I am keeping an open mind while the psychiatrist continues to treat me with medication with Rashmi insisting that I keep up with the medication, 4 mg of risperidone each day with the occasional break. Taking one's medicines and opportunities as they come, that is, to go with the flow, is part of that faith which I am holding on to. The questions on duty, Swadharma and Swakarma and Swababa that you mention are from the Gita, are naturally part of that quest but the ultimate question must remain whether God can play an interactive part in the life of an individual. If the answer is yes, what are the attributes required of the Yuwa to be able to invoke such an interaction? If the answer is no, then the psychiatrists are not only right in their diagnosis, also we humans are left with nothing better to fall back on to guide us in life than to work mechanically according to the principles of karma and hope for the best outcome for one's efforts in this life and in the afterlife. Where did this leave me with the theory of having been selected to wage a war with God's blessing to fight for my reputation in the UK, I question.